Here we are, week 10. Let's take a moment to think, what did our lives look like three months ago? What were our days filled with? What were our evenings filled with? What commitments outside the home did we have? What consumed our minds and brought us stress? What about for our kids? These past few months have, if nothing else, showed us that things we thought were a given really aren't. Never again do I think there will be a snow day in school. Instead, teachers and students will just head online into their portals and e-portfolios and learning will continue. Crazy, right? Just three months ago, snow days meant that school was shut down, no work could be done, no learning could take place, parents would have to figure out how to get out of work. Now, parents can work from home in a way that they may have never thought possible before COVID. Students and teachers now have a way to connect and stay on track in a way that was unfathomable only a couple months ago. So today, my question for all of us and the topic of today's podcast is this. What really matters to you and your family? The world is beginning to open back up. Now is the time to reevaluate your pre-COVID life and compare it to your life now. What do you miss? What don't you miss? What do you never want to go back to doing? What do you want to ensure stays protected in your life moving forward? What about for your kids? Now is our chance for a big reset, a chance to redesign our lives and to craft one that holds space for those things that we really cherish and are passionate about, and a chance for us to keep the things that we don't like, don't miss, and don't want back away for good. And welcome to the Lazy Parenting Podcast, hosted by me, Stephanie Kennedy, the self-proclaimed OG Lazy Parent. Every week, we're going to dive deep into the concept and methodology of Lazy Parenting, and I'll share all of my tips and tricks and strategies to help support you in this crazy journey of parenting that we are all on. So listen in, implement the strategies, and watch as your children become more independent, more capable, more self-reliant in all of their things. You'll be amazed as you watch their confidence grow, and they become happy, joyful, kind, empathetic, young adults ready to head off on their own, living their true purpose. Sounds like Exciting, right? So let's go. Let's all become lazy parents. So how is the world opening up where you are? What phase, quote unquote, are you in? Well, most of the world is still working on staying physically distanced from others. Shops, small businesses, restaurants, they're all beginning to open slowly. My question today, my prompt to all of you is to not let this time just pass by. Do not just let things that used to be come back just because. Now is the time to reevaluate. Now is the time for our children to reevaluate. Now is the time to create our life post COVID. Not just recreate the life we had four months ago. That may not be the best way to move forward. So today, I am going to ask you to take some time to really reflect on what the last couple of months have taught us. Never before in any of our lives has something like this happened. Never has there been a global event that has turned the world upside down, that has forced the way that was to change in ways we would never have dreamed possible. It has always been that through the hardest times that new ideas, new ways of doing things, new dreams, new commitments, and new relationships come about. The last few months have tested us all. 
tested our resiliency, tested our perseverance, tested our ability to pivot and change what we are doing, what our work life looks like, what our home life looks like. Maybe you've developed new habits in your house, new family traditions, new routines that you are loving. Maybe this time has brought into light some areas that you struggle with for you and your family. Maybe you've realized that you have some relationship problems or communication problems between you and your kids or you and your partner. Maybe you have recognized that you have some coping mechanisms that aren't healthy. Maybe you have realized that your alcohol and food consumption or the amount of binge watching of TV that you're doing is excessive. Maybe you have seen that your anxiety and stress is manifesting itself into anger and a short temper that you take out on others. Maybe you've realized that you project your fears and anxiety onto your children. If nothing else, this time has been one that has been enlightening. If we take the time to really dig deep and analyze how we have been handling it. And not with judgment. I'm not asking you to judge yourself. I'm just asking you to reflect and really see how you have handled the past couple of months. Maybe you have thrived during this time and used it as fuel to find new ways to connect with people virtually, cement new habits, deepen and open up communication with members in your family. Maybe all this extra time together has reminded you of how much you love your partner, how much you miss spending time with your kids, how much your extended family and friends mean to you. Today, I'm going to discuss four areas that I want to encourage you to think about, like really think about. I want you to spend some time this week jotting down ideas in each area. It is likely that we will never again be in this unique situation, a situation that in a moment shut our lives down to just our family, that took away all of the distractions, all of our commitments, all outside forces, all of the people who before were asking of us, all gone in a moment. And before you let all of that back into your lives, I want you to really think about it and make a decision with me to ensure that you stay in charge of what your life is going to be like three months from now. It doesn't have to go back to the way it was, unless you loved the way it was before. But I'm going to say it's highly unlikely that you loved every single part of your life before. Because if you are a parent, there are so many things that we tend to say yes to that we don't really want to say yes to. And now, now is the perfect time to create the life you want, the life you need, the life your family wants, and what your family needs. So first, I want you to assess your life today and think about what are the new things that you are doing that you didn't do before? Do you have any new habits that you want to keep? This pandemic has given us time, time that we never before imagined we would have. Are you using that time to have more family dinners? Are you loving the family dinners? Or could you do without all the cooking every day? <laughs> what about new exercise habits that you might have or health habits that you might have? Are you journaling more, writing more, exercising more, eating better? Are these important to you? Do you want to ensure that you keep that time you give to these habits sacred? Or will you give them up for commitments you had pre-COVID? What about how you have connected with relatives far away during this time. 
You haven't been able to see anybody up close and personal. Who have you reached out to? Who have you checked up on? Will you continue to do this? Has that been important to you? What about any new family traditions? Have you started a regular family game night or a movie night? Or do you sit outside regularly and roast marshmallows or just chat? One of the things I've seen happen in our community is everywhere I go, I see more and more people than ever before rediscovering the outdoors. So many people are biking and walking and running, rollerblading, skateboarding. Families have had to find ways to stay entertained during this time. What unique and free entertainment discoveries have you made? What new areas of your town have you discovered? What new areas of town have you found that your kids love to play at? Are there new beaches, new trails? My husband went on his very first bike ride with friends for pleasure since he was 12 years old today. Before COVID, they would have gotten together, sat at a local restaurant, had nachos and drinks, and chatted. Today, they went on a 20-plus kilometer bike ride. He loved it. He says that they are planning to do it again, and next time, they're going to stop for Slurpees. This unprecedented time has shown us all that there are new ways of doing things. We have had to get creative And maybe in that unknown, your creativity has shone through and you have discovered new ways of doing things, new things that you love to do, new hobbies, new passions, new ways of taking care of the house, getting the chores done. My new thing is that I'll say I'll come up with four new things in the house because I have four kids, four things that aren't their regular chores that need to get done on a day. I'll say, okay, one of you has to clean all the toilets. One of you has to vacuum upstairs. One of you has to vacuum downstairs. And one of you has to clean the counters in all the bathrooms. And I'll say, I'd like it done before I get back. (laughs) And then I leave the house. Those are all new things that have had to happen because of COVID. I don't have a cleaning lady that comes to my house anymore. Things have to get done. And so we've gotten creative. There are new responsibilities, new ways of doing things. I don't know what it is for you. But I want you to take some time and really evaluate it. All that is new in your life. All the good things that COVID has brought you. And I want you to make a decision as to whether or not you're going to keep these things in your life. And please, if you love them, if they matter to you, do everything you can to hold on to them. Remember, this is the time to create the life you want. Next, I want you to reflect and think hard about all the things that were in your life four months ago that you don't miss. So many of us were caught up in the rat race and doing so many things and spreading ourselves out so thin. We were all in the I'm so busy phase. Our kids were overprogrammed, we were overprogrammed, overcommitted, overstretched, and some of us may have been ready to snap. Then, in a blink of an eye, It was all gone. Now is the perfect time to reflect and to be honest with yourself as to whether you and your kids have really missed all that they did before. What are they truly clamoring to get back to? What do they talk about all the time? What have they forgotten about? What are they now realizing that maybe they didn't love that much or that it really wasn't that important to them? This is a great chance for us as parents to take a step back 
and to really listen to our kids and figure out what their wants are. Recognizing that sometimes our insistence on them staying in something clouds what is really being felt. Picking and choosing as an adult what you want to be involved in. For example, how many committees, groups, executives for your kids' various things have you been a part of? Were you a part of? While you may not have hated it, and you might have even thought that you enjoyed it four months ago, having some time away from it hopefully has made you realize whether you truly loved it or whether you really don't miss it at all. Maybe you were doing it more out of a sense of duty or because you did it the year before and no one else stepped up this year. So you said, okay, you'll do it again. Well, now might be the opportunity to step away and maybe step into something different that excites you. Some things are going to be on hold for the next year, and that's going to create a great opportunity for us to think about how we may want to use that time for something else. Or not. I wonder if finding volunteers will be harder as people have found other things that they like to do and they don't want to give those things up. Maybe you have had the time to go running three times per week in the evening and you cherish that time for your mental and physical health and well-being and you don't want to give it up. Really take the time to do an audit of how you spend your time now. See where there are holes in your time and really reflect and think about how you want to fill those time slots moving forward. Up next, I want you to take a moment and think about the people with whom you have connected with over the last few months. Who has been a part of your circle? Who have you found the time to reach out to? Who have you cared enough about to check in on? Who has checked in on you? One of the fun challenges we did at our house recently, just because, was we looked at our text messages since being self-isolating, and we looked to see who we have had at least two separate conversations with that aren't family members or work-related. It was definitely an eye-opener. What about your kids? Which friends have your older ones been reaching out to? Which ones do your little ones talk about constantly and tell you that they want to see over and over again? What about your older kids? Did they have any anxiety over reaching out to friends? Were they reluctant to make the first move? With your teens, who did they take the time to connect with? Who were the ones that they cared about? And who cared about them? It's an interesting idea to think about. How will this information guide you and your kids moving forward? I think it's a great conversation to have with your children and especially your teens. What does this information tell you both about the strength of your relationships with your pre-COVID friend group, your friend group? And then lastly, what things are you and your kids really excited to have get started back up? My daughter just got to go to a small basketball clinic last night and she came home so excited and pumped up from being back in the gym. This one practice showed her, reconfirmed to her, how much she loves playing and practicing basketball and how her virtual practices just haven't filled that void. They just aren't the same. On the opposite path, she also realized that she hasn't missed swim season really at all. Normally at this time in the year, all four of my kids would be going to daily, sometimes twice a day, swim practices. Swim season being postponed has shown her that she doesn't want to go back. It isn't really that important to her, and she would rather fill her time holes with other things. An interesting thing to think about as parents is that as activities come back and our kids get back into their sports, you as the parent won't be allowed to watch them in all likelihood. There isn't going to be a parent viewing area. 
There won't be parents sitting in the gym or at the rink or on the track. It is likely that the kids will be playing without an audience. So what does that mean to you? If you are a sports parent who has previously spent hours and hours watching your kids, the drop-off at sports and at school will have some parents whose identities are deeply connected to their kids' sports or school wondering what are they going to do. These parents are going to have to find other things to fill that time. How are you going to fill that time? Are you going to bring a book with you? Are you going to go for a walk? Do you have a new hobby that you're going to be able to do? I think it's going to be really interesting to see. And at the same time, how our kids' sports and activities are going to become more about them than they are about the parents. Without parent spectators, the kids are going to learn how to play for themselves, listening to just their coach and not having their parents on the sidelines. The added stress of keeping both athletes and parents happy is going to be eliminated for coaches. The coaches are going to be able to coach for the kids and to keep the focus on what's best for the team. Imagine that. That might be a side bonus to all of this, that coaches out there who I know are dying to get back in the gym or on the fields with their athletes, they now are not going to have to worry so much about what the parents think. So to recap, now is the time. Now is an opportunity to reflect on your life these past two months and to really be honest with yourself about what you have loved about your life and about what you are truly missing in your life. What do you want to bring back into your daily life and what do you never want to commit to again? We have been granted a giant reset button. Never again will we have a chance to do this. Never again will we have this opportunity given to us to start over and pick and choose what we want in our lives. Never again. I want you to choose wisely. Choose thoughtfully. Choose with intention. Choose with your heart and your passion. And then I want you to help your children to do the same. Thank you so much for your support of the Lazy Parenting Podcast over the past few months. I love getting the notes and the messages from people who this message of Lazy Parenting is really resonating with. You are my people. You are my crew. We are the Lazy Parents. If you are loving this podcast, please, I would so appreciate one ask from you. And that is that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And my second ask is that you please go and leave a review. It is the reviews that get my podcast ranked higher in Apple Podcasts. And the only reason why I want to rank higher is because then more people will find this little podcast that got started from a mom of four, a teacher, a businesswoman, trying to share her ideas around how to treat our children with respect and how to raise them so that we as parents can just sit back and let them go when they leave the nest. So take a snapshot of today's episode and share it on social media. Share the love that you have with those around you. The way moms are going to find this podcast, the way parents are going to find this podcast is by you letting them know that it exists and that you are finding it valuable. So once again, thank you so much and I hope you guys have an amazing day.